Family Theater presents Joan Leslie and Grant Williams. From Hollywood, the Mutual Network, in cooperation with Family Theater, presents Roadshow, starring Grant Williams. And now, here is your hostess, Joan Leslie. Thank you, Tony Lafrano. Family theater's only purpose is to bring to everyone's attention a practice that must become an important part of our lives if we are to win peace for ourselves, peace for our families, and peace for the world. Family theater urges you to pray. Pray together as a family. You moved easily from radio oh, to television. the transition. Mm-hmm. Well, I was very lucky. You see, mm-hmm. most of us who had done all that radio in the early days of television, all of the producers and directors and writers of early TV were the uh, radio writers and producers mm-hmm. and directors. So I went right into I Love Lucy. Jess Oppenheimer was the producer. Madeline Martin and Bob Carroll were the mm-hmm. writers. They had written My Favorite Husband, which was a show that Lucy had done. Mm-hmm. The E. Varden Show, the same guy who's directing that, who was directed an E. E. Varden show on, on you know. So all of those things. And so, I uh, yes, I made a very fortunate transition. I was one of the busiest guys in the early television days. The man you just heard is Herb Vigrant, being interviewed by Chuck Shaden in 1984. He's about to be featured on Family Theater. Family Theater was created by Patrick Payton of the Holy Cross Fathers. Mutual Broadcasting donated the time under four conditions. The show had to be a drama of top quality, strictly non-sectarian, feature a film star, and Father Payton had to pay the production costs. Payton met Loretta Young, who advised him on how to approach A-listers. She became the first lady of Family Theater. Between 1947 and 56, there were 482 dramas broadcast, and few used religion of any kind in the plot. However, by September of 1957, mutual broadcasting was phasing out radio drama. As Herb Vigran mentioned, Hollywood's character actors were doing as much TV as possible. When Family Theater aired its last episode on Wednesday, September 11th, at 8.35 p.m. Pacific Time over KHJ in Los Angeles, the only other dramatic radio shows on KHJ that night were Gangbusters and Horatio Hornblower. This is from the last episode, fittingly called Roadshow. And now to our transcribed drama, Roadshow, starring Grant Williams as Charlie. Is that you? Yeah. Who's that? I saw the light in your garage. Pete. Hey, how's everything? Oh, good. Did you just get in? Yeah. Yeah, we stopped off for dinner in Ventura. Been pretty hot here, huh? Oh, yeah. 90, 95 last few days. Did that Bronson kid keep watering the lawn? Oh, yeah. Every evening. Six o'clock, front and back. Good. Good kid. Hey, where are the girls? In the house. They're dead. We drove almost 400 miles today. Yeah. Hey, can I give you a hand with the bags? No, I, 
I'm just going to bring in this one with the pajamas and toothpaste. Hey, you know, you sound kind of tired. Yeah, I, I'll get the rest out tomorrow. Yeah, well, how was it? Hmm? The vacation. Did you have a good time? Oh, great. I think that's a fine choice of words, great. Something that's great can be long of duration or intensity, excellent and delightful, or high and swollen as of a body of water. Hmm. Great word, great. Means absolutely nothing. Long of duration or intensity. Well, 1,200 miles, but it only took a week. Incredible. Only a week. A week ago this morning, and we were starting out on the road to Bakersfield. That was going to be the first stop. Breakfast in Bakersfield. Is everybody happy? Yes, sir. I'll say. Oh, I tell you the way I've been looking forward to this. Seven days without having to look at a typewriter. Now, don't even talk about it. Not one word. That's the angle. For the next seven days, no one even mentions the word plot, story, character, or script. Deal? Deal. So, you know, I'm getting hungry. Me too. Where are we stopping for breakfast? Bakersfield. Where they had the earthquake? That was five years ago. Hey, hey, here comes the sign. Everybody read. New Hall. Bakersfield? 32 miles. Is that all? To Gorman. Not Gorman. Turn right three miles. That's to New Hall. I don't want Gorman or New Hall. I want Bakersfield. Well, I didn't say anything about... I saw the word. B-A something. Well, isn't Gorman about halfway? That's from Los Angeles. Okay, honey, get out the map. Oh, Charlie. If Gorman's halfway, it said 32 miles, and 2 times 32 is 64. And when two lines intersect, the opposite angles are equal. But I'd like to look at the map. You know how I hate those This is the little book from the car club. All you have to do is open the page in front and follow the line up to Bakersfield. (sighs) It's not like the big road map. Go on, it's simple. Open the front page. All right. What's it say? Uh, it says Bakersfield. No, no, I mean the number. There's a little number near it. What's the number? I can count at least seven numbers, and they're all different. Just below the word Bakersfield is a line leading up from Los Angeles. And on the line, there's a number. What's the number? Oh, oh, uh, 22. 22 miles? Well, that's closer than we thought. Not 22 miles. That's the page number. What? Turn to page 22 in the book. That'll have the map of Bakersfield. Charlie, you said it was going to be simple. It is simple. Betsy could do it. The book is written for idiots. Oh, thanks, thanks. Well, I am not an idiot, so it won't help me much. Just turn to page 22, will you? That's all there is to it. Believe me, it gives the mileage and everything. All right, all right. Spend my whole trip with my nose in a map. 22. You got it? 22. You find Bakersfield? Well, wait a minute. Right there. Where? Top of the page. Well, it's almost off the you page. You got it now? Yes. All right. Now, there's two sets of numbers. Charlie. Will you wait a minute? Well, there's more than that. For our purposes, there are only two sets. Now, just everyone calm down. One set of numbers are inside circles, and the others are right next to the circles. You see them? Oh, this is insane. Also, there's a set of numbers inside squares and another outside. Ignore the squares. I'm doing my best. Oh, all the funny women are on the road today. Got a zero outside the circle next to Bakersfield. What's that mean? Simply that Bakersfield is zero miles from Bakersfield. Charlie, did they charge you for this map? That's just the way they indicate the mileage from one place to another. Now, look at the number inside the circle next to the zero. The one next to Bakersfield? That's right. 43. That's the number inside the circle? 43. That's right. There you are. That's the mileage. Bakersfield is 43 miles. Oh. From where? What? 
From where is Bakersfield? 43 From the where on the map there. Oh, fast. Now, wait a minute. Without this, we could get lost. From the other zero, that's where. Down at the bottom. 43 miles from the other zero outside the circle. The zero outside the circle is next to Bakersfield. Then the zero inside the circle. If it's not one, it's got to be the other. Common sense will tell you that. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where are we? We're going through a town. Oh, hey, look for signs. Then we can measure. The zero inside the circle is next to Gordon. Never mind the map. Look for signs in the road. Oh, I can't find my glasses. Betsy, here comes one on your side. Yeah, I see it. Can you read the words? Yeah. You are now leaving Bakersfield. Lillian Byeth played Helen Blackwell. Does anybody remember a show called... Uh, the Dr. Christian show. That was, uh, it was Jean Herschel was Dr. Christian. Rosemary DeCamp was his nurse. The director of that show was Neil Reagan, Ronnie's brother. And uh, Neil Reagan had a great sense of humor, sometimes. But um, one of the good things about radio for women was that you could have a family, you could be pregnant, you could, you know, I mean, I worked until five days before my daughter was born, and uh, I remember working that show, it was an audience show, it was an evening audience show where you got dressed up, and it was kind of, you know, those few things, and Neil Reagan purposely cast me in a part where one of the lines I would have to say was I'm to be married next week. I was about eight months pregnant at the time. Well, I was so nervous because I wondered how can I kind of swallow this so it it just isn't heard too well. And uh, I did pretty good, but I looked in the booth and he wasn't there, he'd fallen down. He was just roaring under the table. So then I remember um, Virginia Gregg and I were pregnant at the same time at one time, and we were, do- I forgot the name of the show, but of course we had to have a mic to ourselves, and even then, <laughs> I mean, it was, you know. Did you find out what caused these pregnancies? Yeah, we did, we did, we did. Of course, if you, if you did that show today, nothing. That's <laughs> right, that's exactly right. I'm getting married next week. That's right. But at that time, this was 52, mm. early 52. So we had breakfast in Tulare, except that it was lunch. Actually, about those maps, I know you don't need all that stuff. A big highway like 99 is well marked, but I just like to know where I'm going, that's all. It's half the enjoyment of the trip, I say. I mean, well, there's a lot of lore and legend in this section of the country, and after all, how many chances do you get? Like take Sacramento, where we stopped off to look at the Capitol building the next morning on our way to Tahoe. Now, to me, stuff like that is something you, you ought to make time for. Although I, well, I guess it was my fault about what happened with the governor. Oh, isn't this a beautiful old building? Yeah. Look up there, inside the dome. Mm, it'd be a long fall. Well, no one's going to fall. There's no one up there. I said it would be. Violence. Maybe it is all this television, and I'm an unwilling cat's born of vast Dear, conspiracy. Dear, I don't see anyone like us. What? So, dressed up. Aren't you hot in that suit coat? I'm very comfortable. Will the governor really be there? Of course. Didn't you read the sign? He receives visitors every day at noon. You mean just anybody? 
Well, I don't think they'll let you in if you're carrying a loaded Dear, rifle. Dear, they are going in. Okay, okay. Look, they're closing the door. We'll get in. Now, don't panic. Maybe there just isn't any more room. Will you please just leave it to me? Yes? Uh, I'm Mr. Blackwell. I, I hope we aren't too late to see the governor. Uh, Mr. Who? Uh, Blackwell. We were just stopping through on our way from Los Angeles. Why, of course, Mr. Blackwell. The governor will be delighted. Follow me, please. Uh, don't we have to go in there? No, that won't be necessary. This way, please. What is this? You tell me. Maybe he does remember you. When did you arrive from Los Angeles, Mr. Blackwell? Uh, last night. Oh, you must be on a very tight schedule. Well, I wouldn't say exactly tight. Uh, right in here, please. And Mrs. Blackwell? Thank you. Young lady? Mm-hmm. Just make yourselves comfortable. The governor won't be long. Well, I'll, uh, I'll be back oh, in the gym. Oh, not at all. No rush. Well, now, isn't he charming? Good looking, too. Uh, a little oily, if you ask me. You know, I think it's just remarkable that the governor's remembered you from so long. Well, actually, it's been less than two years. Does he know you're a writer? Well, come to think of it, I did mention my line of work. We just chatted for a moment. Well, maybe he's seen your name on television. I don't suppose it's impossible. I don't know how he could have missed it with that one show about the Navy that kept running and running and running. Well, you don't have to watch it, young lady. Oh, I think it's good. In fact, anyone who can sit through Love Me Tender three times where Shh, they get off... somebody's coming. Mr. Blackwell. Well, that didn't I take long. I don't know how to begin apologizing. Well, nothing it's to apologize no for. It's fault but my own, but how can I say it? I, I mistook you for someone else. For someone else? The governor's been expecting a Mr. George Blackwell from Washington, and he's just arrived oh, and... Oh, well, my, my gosh. Some kind of a civilian defense official. Oh, it's a very natural mix-up. My name is Charles Blackwell. We were just passing through. I, I can't begin to tell you how sorry From Los I Angeles. Am. I'm a writer myself. You may have seen my name on television. Oh, I'm sure I have indeed. Yes, George Blackwell. Uh, Charles. Jo George is the other oh, one. Oh, yes. <laughs> from Washington. This thing has got me so flustered. I pride myself that this doesn't often Listen, happen. Listen, forget it. We understand perfectly. Well, because of my blundering, you missed the public audience with the governor. Oh, that's all right. Daddy's met him before, anyhow. Oh, are you acquainted with the governor? Just once we shook hands. Well, then the least I can do is see that the acquaintance is renewed. No, really. Now, just now he's in conference with Mr. Blackwell. No, no, no. No, you mustn't Blackwell. bother. Well, Charlie, if we've waited this long... We have to be in Tahoe by four o'clock, so thank you very much, sir, but perhaps the next time we come through... Oh, but gee, the ...is a very busy man, and we're on a tight schedule, so everyone this way. Well, again, I... Sincerely, sorry. Not at all. We enjoyed every minute of it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, young lady. Bye. Goodbye. Gee, I wanted to Just meet... Just keep walking. Charlie. And lower your voices. What came over you all of a sudden in there? We're well enough out of it. I count myself lucky. What? In any discussion with a governor, the subject of politics is bound to come up, isn't it? Well, what if it does? What if it does? Helen, I just remembered in the last election I voted against him. Oh, my telestory. Well, there was a guy who used to be president of uh, Screen, Actors, Screen Guild. Actors Guild. And I think he's still president of something or other. I, I don't know what. He shouldn't be. <laughs> Anyhow. <clears throat> yeah, I know you're talking about residuals, right? Anyhow, we were on strike for residuals, period. Ronnie was president of SAG. And while we were on strike... He came in with a package that he said, boy, we better grab this. We'll never get anything better than this. And Ronnie, as you may have noticed, is rather a persuasive speaker. And he's a fairly good-looking man, and he can sway an audience. And he was even better then than he is now. He 
pushed this thing through and talked everybody into buying this deal. And he had been negotiating with uh, Lou Wasserman, who was his agent, and he was under contract to General Electric as a spokesman and an ambassador at large, a PR guy. And those are the people he was negotiating for us with. Well, it, we didn't do too well. It was a pretty horrible deal. <laughs> Suffice it to say, what we got for residuals was minimal, nominal, plus which at the end of five runs, forget it. So we've got shows running like that Hitchcock. I got I Love Lucy, well, Superman. Of, but a lot of that stuff was done in from 1950 when television, I guess, started to happen, right? 50, Lucy's, 51, 52. The Lucy's were after that residual thing. But I ran out of Lucy's a uh, hundred years was ago. Was after the residual or before? Huh? They were before residuals? No, they were after residuals. Oh. When did the good residual deal start? The good one? Just uh, last couple of years. Not, not more than uh, four or five years ago. Yeah. It took all those years because each three years that they'd negotiate, residuals and labor's increases are all based on what you got. And labor would go in like the auto workers and get a 5% raise, you know, 3% raise. Well, we'd go in and say, you want a 200, a 200% raise? The first radio commercials that I ever did I got $17 for the spot, which gave them 13 weeks unlimited use. And they ran it and ran it and ran for $17. Now, three years later, when they go in to renegotiate it, they ask for $35, which is nothing for the exposure you get. You want a 100% raise? You know, no way. We'll give you a 5% raise. And that, that's only and for it, one time. That's it, only for reporting time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, no, the $17 was for local. local. I don't know. If it was national, it would have been something like there was 20, another skill $23, for yeah. So, Sacramento. Of course, technically, I don't count that as part of the vacation. We were just sort of on our way, so to speak. It was Lake Tahoe we were waiting for, me especially. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go up to the North Woods in Wisconsin. Tall pine trees spring-fed lakes, boating, swimming, aquaplaning. And it said in the brochure there was aquaplaning at Tahoe. I couldn't wait. At 10 o'clock the next morning, I was down at the pier, rearing a go. Oh, just look how clear that water is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Looks cold. It's bound to be a little cold. See all that snow on the mountaintops? You Mr. Blackwell? Yeah. Yeah, you the boy who's going to handle the boat? Uh-huh. Which kind do you want? Which kind of what? Water skis. You want to go water skiing, don't you? No. No, aquaplaning. You don't want to go water skiing. No, I want to go aquaplaning. Don't you have an aquaplane? Just water skis. There's no place around here we could rent an aquaplane. Just water skis. I'll go ahead, Dad. I'll bet it's fun. Okay, okay. Where's the skis? Uh, here in the locker. Oh, um, is it all right if we ride along in the boat? Well, I guess so. Sure. Here. Just put your feet in the rubber things. Okay. Then, uh, how do we get started? Um, well, you have to be in the water. Yeah, I figured on that. You get into the shallow water here, and after you got the skis on, you take hold of the rope and I pull you. That's all there is to it? 
Well, it helps if you keep your knees together and lean forward. Uh-huh. Good enough. Well, when you get in the water, I'll throw you the rope. Okay. Is it all right for us to get in the boat? Sure. Well, here I go. What's the matter, Daddy? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it cold, dear? Ooh. I, I, I wonder how the, how the fish can stand it. Here's the rope. Well, wait. Well, wait. Ooh. No. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not ready yet. Just warming up the engine. Boy, 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 boy. This, this is the life, huh, kids? Coffee. Oh, it's such a beautiful morning. I'm surprised we're the only ones down here. Well, I, I'm not. Are you ready? Oh, wait. I, I got one ski turned around. Dear, are you sure you want to do this? Listen, listen, listen. My only chance of getting out of the water is to stand up on these. I, I got to take it. Say when. Knees together. Lean forward. Okay, here we go. Uh, hey, okay. Come on, Daddy, Wait, Daddy, knees together. Faster, faster. Right. I'm, I'm almost up. Oh, hey, my feet are spreading apart. Wait, wait. Oh. Let go of the rope. Are you all right, dear? Never better. Which moment was that? You want to try it again, mister? Certainly. Certainly, I I think I got the idea now. Charlie, it looks awfully strenuous. Uh, don't be silly. Swing the boat around, son. I, I need a little exercise. <coughs> After all, what's a vacation for? Great place, Tahoe. We plan to go back again next year. Wonderful for kids. Tall pines, spring-fed lake. Boating, water skiing. <laughs> That's for kids, too, that water skiing. But I'm glad I tried it. I say if you don't try things, you're not living. Of course, Helen was right. It, it was a little strange. After the episode ended, Joan Leslie came back on with the final PSA in family theater history. This is Joan Leslie again. We all admire those who are willing to sacrifice themselves to help others, those who are generous and unselfish. A kind deed is more than the good that is done at the moment, for kindness is something that is passed on from one person to another and can go on circulating through the world. People who are cheerful and self-sacrificing are giving to others an inspiration that is passed from one generation to another, an example that can inspire men and women everywhere. And in a home where parents are thoughtful and unselfish, where children are appreciative and thankful and generous, there's a true happiness, despite the disappointments and the difficulties of daily life. That's the way every home should be, the way our homes will be if we have started the daily practice of family prayer because with God's help, with God's blessing, the family that prays together stays together. More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. Family theater is broadcast throughout the world and originates in Hollywood. This is Mutual, the world's largest network.